Jesus Christ. Jeez. Good yeah. morning, Hang on. coffee moaners. Hang on. Right. I feel like I left my children, between this analogy as you lot, in the care of a babysitter who within the space of a nanosecond turned into a loo. What was wrong with you? What kicked off? So Mark went to the loo and I was, and I just turned on an Instagram live as he went to the loo and he came back and found a raging maniac. Talking about chickens. So if you were on Instagram, do you know what? I'm not going to apologise. Because I was just oh, saying funny on Funny that, I gathered you wouldn't. I was just saying on Instagram, you know, I said, oh, how are you all? And I was about to try and do a smile. And I went, do you know what? I can't do a smile. Because actually, it's fucking miserable. The, I know we always say, oh, the world is this. But I'm sorry, I am a naturally happy person. I can jump into a pool of happiness so easily out of a pool of misery. I'm finding it really hard to jump into any pools of happiness. Because everywhere you look, everywhere you look, it is... Do you know what? I think the world's gone completely mad, Mark. I think, truly, we are in the hands of maniacs across the world, right? Yesterday, Pakistan just turned off all the mobile network because it was election day. You know, and I was just saying on Instagram, it's like ever since the pandemic, it's like, okay, we let you have your little bits of freedom here and there. And yes, we let Black Lives Matter rage. We allowed it. But I tell you what, now we are reining you right back in. And we are going to do the most monstrous things because this is how it works. People will be outraged, but eventually they'll calm down, right? So let's just park the genocide that is happening at the moment. Let's just park that, right? Because that's so astronomical, it's unbelievable. But as you go down from the genocide, you can see what's happening. Do you remember when Boris was caught lying his back teeth out? Do you remember the fridges of drink, the parties, everything? Now, the amount of people that told me, listen, after a few, just let it go now. I mean, politicians always lie. And I was like, no, because we know they lie. But when they are lying full front, in front of us, and we don't hold them bloody accountable, what happens is the rules and the regulations get baggier and baggier and baggier. There is a feeling at the moment that nobody gives a shit about international law or anything else. And, and listen to this, right? What we are accepting so much in this country now, so much. Oh, NHS waiting list. Oh, they'll, they'll shut up about that in a minute. Still can't see a GP. Oh, they'll shut up about that in a minute. Oh, people can't afford their mortgages. They'll shut up about that in a minute. Oh, you can only have your bins taken every four weeks. Oh, they'll shut up about that in a minute. And one thing, right? What the hell is going on with chicken breasts? I'm not even joking because it's indicative of something else. I've been talking about the cost of chicken breasts for a long time. Now, we're lucky. We can eat chicken thighs. But most British people will not touch anything but a chicken breast, right? Mark went to the supermarket the other day, right? And honest to God, the cost of three chicken breasts indicates how much they think they can throw at people and they will just shut up. Tell them what happened. Okay. He, he had security uh, come after him. You've ruined the story. No, I haven't. Go on. Tell them. We need to Hang be, on. We need to be angry about everything. Hang on. My God. Happy birthday, Zoe. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Zoe. Happy birthday to you. Don't have chicken breasts. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you a story. So, <laughs> I went to, uh, should I name the supermarket? I went no. to a supermarket about a week ago and I, for one of the dishes Nadia was cooking, I bought some chicken breasts. And the line that always comes from Nadia is make sure you get not the cheapest chicken breasts. Because they're um, filled with Because chemicals. they're filled with chemicals. Um, and Antibiotics. get, you know, as organic as you can get. Okay, but so. not organic because yeah. they are off the scale. Nadia, Nadia is still in the 1970s where she genuinely believes that chicken breasts come um, with skin on. They just don't anymore. So that's that. Anyway, so I went in. This was, this was a week ago. And when I came out, I set the alarm, something set the alarm off. And I was confused, but I didn't stop. I ran, and I thought, "Oh my God!" Now I'm, I'm, I'm one of those you middle class, what, of course, I middle class wanker, uh, you know, shoplifters. Anyway, so went back in to buy some more stuff, chicken breasts. You needed how many? Six. Okay, so Thank you, Lee. I go to the top shelf in this supermarket, and I pull down one of the packs of three chicken breasts, and three it chicken was, breasts. it was. And they were reasonably, and this, we're not talking organic. We're talking, not, we're not red. even talking a taste of, a bit of, red, not, not nice. even talking taste of difference. We're talking that weird yellow veneer. Free range. Yellow veneer that makes you think perhaps it's sat in a shop window in Whitstable <laughs> in the 1970s. Do you know what I mean? It's gone a bit weird. Um, and it was £14.54 for three chicken breasts. Three and chicken I, breasts. I look at it and, and you know, we, we recognise, we're lucky we can afford, and, and I look at it and go, hang on a minute. They're having a fucking... So I pulled down another one, and it's £15.16. I think okay. you got one in the end for £13. Okay, I found... Well, I thought I'm not... Anyway, as I pulled them both down, I saw on the top of them, security alarm. So I thought, ah, my brain went, this must be what it set, set it off last... Maybe this is what set... Anyway, so I go to the till, get everything through... On the self-service, never ask for a receipt normally, do you? We all hate self-service. So you just go, I want to get out of this fucking hellhole as fast as possible. <laughs> Nothing's working. Everything's not weighing. I've had to ask you to come eight times. You may as well fucking serve me. <laughs> anyway, so I've got through that. So I go, no, I'll have the receipt. Get the receipt, go through the alarm. The alarm goes fucking hell for leather. This guy, you know, fair dues, he's doing his job. He, he ran with the relish of a man that knew chicken breasts were involved. And he ran at me and he went, sir... Can I look in your bag? I said, you don't have to look in, your, look in my bag. You can look at my receipt because I printed one. I said, like that. I was right, old arse. I said, there you go. He said, we just wanted to, uh, just want to make sure that you're not, um, you know, uh, what did you get? I said, I think it's the chicken. He said, we want to make sure you're not stealing it. I said, wait a minute, matey flip. There's one person here who's been robbed. <laughs> one. Did. And he, he looked at me and he went, what do you say? I said, read the receipt. <laughs> and he looked at it and I said, just keep going down. He said, where is it? I said, it's the biggest fucking number, almost three figures. And he went, oh, 20, what, eight quid, 20? I said, who's been robbed? He went, sorry, sir. Thank you very much. Put them in there. He said, they are a bit expensive, aren't they? But this is just like normal chicken. And the point is, is that no, we... No, so it was six in the end. So 20, it was £26.80 or something for six chicken breasts. That I had to marinate. Because they didn't, they weren't, they didn't taste nice. But my point being, it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. The, you know what? 
Like, I obviously we have to I do said, a lot of I food shopping. I said I have been kiboshed around the back of the head. I said the only person here who's been absolutely twatted around the back of the head is me. We have to, I have to do a lot of food shopping because we do recipe testing. We do, you know, we work on a cookery book at the moment. We've got a curly cooks. Do a lot of shopping, more than the average person in the average family, right? And so often I'll, I will do online because I suddenly need something for... And the other day, so I was like, I was like looking for butter. I said, oh, God, that's good, that particular brand. Oh, well, that's cheaper than normal. Than Tell us something, been. where are you, Harrods? No, I'm oh, sorry. No, it, we weren't. An ordinary high, high street, street supermarket, supermarket not, that everyone goes to. Not Waitrose. This isn't wait. This not Marks and Spencer's. This isn't, this isn't, not Harrods. This isn't like um, organic or anything. This is a mid-range chicken. Anyway, let's not get too focused on the chicken, just talking generally. Anyway, so... So I thought, oh, okay, that, that's a brand of butter I love and it's a bit cheap. Anyway, bought it. It arrived. It's half the size that it was. Babe, I'm with you. It's I'm like... with you. Can I tell you how I feel when I see pears come through uh, 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 a delivery? I want to punch the pears. <laughs> no. I want to punch the but pears the and stamp is, on the apples. The point is, this isn't my point. I'm just taking it to no, food. The point is, is how to... Every... The point is, is that we have... It feels like we have no power as... As a people, right? We are, we are, you know, mm. we are so used to just shutting up and just we are so, and you know, since COVID, all that, all those lies that just everybody got away with, it's just, it's just become so flabby, mm. so woolly, you know, they can just say anything, you can have a huge drama and oh, in a couple of days, everyone will shut up about it and everyone get, and you know what, Boris could even come back one day, I really do. Oh no, he that. will. Katie Wilson, I was in a good mood this morning as I was going on holiday tomorrow <laughs> and now I'm thinking of all the things coming. <coughs> well, one thing you don't need to worry, here's the thing guys. Shrinkflation, exactly. Six me. chicken breasts is the same as a return to Bristol. I mean, come on, we're, we're getting into it. Come on, what's pissing you we're off? Getting, what's what, pissing you what, off the most, tell us guys? What's, what you would like to moan about, that you just think, I have to keep my mouth shut, or, or it's something that you've just given up on, and you go, well, it's just the way it is now. What do you say, this is just the way it is now? It's like, it's like Some... the bins, isn't it? Nobody, it, it's like, you know, the, the um, sorting of the thingy gets more and more you complicated. You, for Faith Goodman, you, Exactly. I mean, hit the most, um, the people struggling most. People Ulez, with the oldest cars. Let's Lee do Wendell, that. The NHS. Yeah. Um, contentment, says Edward Bedington. <laughs> Prices are wild, says Danielle. I buy a little pan of chocolate for myself most days. It was £1.10 last week, £1.20 this week, next week it'll be... It is, it's like, just, it's like they're just kind of, it's like they're picking a number and just sort of hurling it at, at the wall, isn't it? It's Faith like Goodman, dentists. Dentists. Vets. Yeah. Vets. Pandoration right, mark. I have to be careful because I can't just name thing, things, but there was one takeaway app, right, that I went on the other day and I Ooh, was like... this is a good tip. I was like... Good tip. How the hell can they... And it's from a restaurant that I really like. It's from a Middle Eastern restaurant. I said, how have the chicken wings gone up to... I think I It was something ludicrous, wasn't it? Like £14, you get six chicken wings. I was like, what the hell? And Dina said, oh, what app are you on? I was like, uh-uh. And she was like, oh, well, look on the other app. Look on the other app, six quid. Check, cross-check your apps. 
They, they bank on you. They bank on you not <coughs> cost comparing apps. It's interesting. Look, we've got a load of room. always cost compare. If you're buying from Uber, or you're buying from Deliveroo, or you're buying, have a look on the other ones. It was double the price. Different things for different folks, and I realise that for some people, you know, you know, the indulgence of a theatre. But look here, 18th century hello neighbour theatre ticket prices absolutely it makes diabolical. It completely impossible you know that? Do you know that the minimum price Majority. I think on the new whatever her name is from Housewives with Math, not Housewives. Uh, Sex in the City or whatever mm -hmm. it is. It's three hundred pounds a ticket. Fuck? Come on, come on! And it might be bad. No wonder people come out of these shows going it was brilliant. Because I mean, but what are you going to do? Say that it was bad because it's like it's so elitist. Um, uh, Lee, mm. you're saying brands getting smaller. That's the cheeky one, isn't it? It's like we'll put the price up and we'll make it smaller. That's a cool one. Drink um, prices went out, James. I know we really do well, sympathise for young people. Yeah. Because listen, okay, we don't want anyone to drink, but it's a right passage. For a lot of people, you know, our daughter will go out. She mum, it's completely unaffordable. You can't, mm. you can't buy, you can't buy drinks, can you? Because mm. it's just insane, the prices. Yeah, this is the overtime. You're absolutely right, um, uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube, me One of the things that is always worrying about this is you get these moments where there's a surge in prices, which is always blamed on Ukraine. It's and then it just becomes inflation. the norm. Yeah, and then there may be a little bit of a claw back, you know, and, and then, and then, but then it becomes a new norm. And then yeah. it becomes a new norm until the next time. And then the next time happens and the new norm... And Sonia new... Donovan makes a brilliant point there. Her dad's in a nursing home. It is unbelievably expensive. Mm. You know, it's just every... heating. Mm. You know, it's like an elderly lady friend of ours. You know, we say, well, you know, you're warm enough. She goes, oh, well, I'll wait as long as I can in the day before I put the heating on. And it's just like, mm. that's just wrong. Mm. But anyway... It's called coffee moaning for a reason. Yeah, we're having a moan. Uh, nice to see you here, Ross Souch at the Oxford Playhouse. The week that's why we offer Constantly. cheaper tickets for ten pound or fourteen pound. That's good. And if you're a youngster wanting to go to the cinema, try Mondays. Most, most cinemas do have a kind of Monday deal. Um, for, but for this is tickets. more about but the way is... we accept and we accept and we accept. And of course, this is going to lead us on to the fact that the ceasefire has been rejected by Netanyahu. <laughs> So, yes, Hamas came back with their proposed deal for a ceasefire. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think, you know, there's each side is going to be looking for as much advantage as they possibly can from the scenario. But the fact that Netanyahu has rejected it uh, and has actually said, do you know what, guys, we just need to plough on because we're so near the end. Though all the reports suggest that you're near the end of breaking a population of people and a, 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 and a society and a culture and a country. But it would strike me that given the news that I'm hearing coming out of various resistance areas in the North, he hasn't succeeded at all at, uh, at destroying Hamas. I mean, this is a existentially pointless task to what he's saying. It's not going to happen. It's not going to materialise. It struck me as curious that in the, on the same day that um, the Hamas kind of response to the ceasefire, which has been brokered by Egypt and um, uh, Qatar and various other countries, the US have been involved in it too. It struck me as curious that the information came out yesterday that the that Israel are, are suggesting that, um, is it 10% or, or 25, a, a, a significant number of the hostages are now, uh, have now died. Um, um, I don't, I don't know how they know that, but, but, but presumably, you know, the, 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 you know, it just struck me. Was that? I felt the hand of putting that information out there as a way to kind of softly justify not accepting the ceasefire and 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 and, and pushing on. I think, 
I think we're in a terrible, terrible situation of, of like you're saying, Nadia, what, how does this relate to the cost of chicken? It does, directly, insofar as we are, we are expected to even, and, and allowed, oh, how big of you, to a degree, to protest and feel upset about something, but for only so long. But we will do and exactly I tell you, what we want to do. I tell do. you exactly what's at work in this whole crisis. It's wait long enough, people will lose... Interest. Not even interest, but that you can't the hold fight. the passion mm. for as long. It's a morale. This is about morale. Um, this is about breaking morale. This is about breaking resistance. This is about... And this is, I'm telling you one thing for a fact. Netanyahu says a couple of months. Netanyahu is waiting for Trump. This is what's happening here. Because even Biden, who we've been so critical of, he supported this as far as he has. It's <coughs> outrageous. And Blinken, what a Blinken idiot. The fact of the matter is, they now have to... Because the world is, they're going to, you're going to, like I said about a week ago, you're going to start to hear them all saying, well, we kind of want a ceasefire. We've always wanted a ceasefire because they've been so non-specific. They can go back and go, well, see, we were like, we kind of want a ceasefire. It's not good enough. But even Biden is beginning to feel like a softer option. Netanyahu knows that Trump will back him to the hill. And that's why he won't pause the war. For a fact. For a fact. And my real worry, I've got a real worry here. You just mentioned Boris coming back in. The Tories and everyone know that Labour are going to win. Everyone in, the, everyone in the powers that be, in the back sort of corridors of not power, but Boris and all that kind of look, they'll all be thinking, five years in the sun, let's just wait. Labour won't be able to sort anything out. It's mm. a fucking clusterfuck. What a mess. They'll then be voted out. And at that point, who's going to be the big leader? Well, Tories yeah. will come in and say that they're going to save us. And, I think and this is just... so-called democracy, guys. Enjoy Does it. Does anybody really believe that there is a democracy anywhere in the world? Oh, my God, we're I living don't. it. This is so much fun. We're going to have the same thing again. It's all just going to go all round, back round in a bloody circle. And... Yeah. So I want to take us to Rishi Sunak's Transrail. What did you think of this? If no one knows, this is the uh, Prime Minister questions yesterday. Brianna, the tragic, you know, uh, uh, teenage, trans teenage girl who was murdered. Um, her parents or her mother was in the gallery, was in, was in the House of Commons yesterday. And there were, you know, as, a, as, as is often the way at Prime Minister questions, fierce exchanges between Rishi and Keir and lots of kind of almost political banter and put downs and all that kind of stuff. And within Rishi's put down, um, he sort of included within his list of sort of uh, reversals or kind of broken pledges that Labour have made, he threw a joke about, um, you know, Keir Starmer or the Labour Party's policy on 99% certain what a woman is. And of course, there was a gasp so of horror. Yeah, gasp of horror. There's a moment of absolute disbelief that such a cavalier kind of joke could be thrown when the mother of someone who's the victim of a transphobic attack uh, and has lost her child um, was in, in the room. So, of course, you know... And, and, but, but yet again, you know, if it, you know... Somebody could say, oh, he misspoke, or he this or that. We, we are supposed to hold these people in the highest regard. He knew she was in there, which shows that he's a blithering idiot what? for making a joke that could be taken anywhere. You know, it, yes, it we do, Christine, just, yeah. It was just, it was just disgusting. And then, and then... 
And then Starmer wrung it, wrung it dry, didn't he? I mean, he's... Well, well this, uh, it was interesting. As I was listening to it, I had an incredibly... Um, I even the, Well, uh, thank you, Reese. I'm so pleased you mentioned that. Because for me, it, it was totally in keeping with... So he made this Cavalier comment without even an emotional concept that there was someone in the building that was a human. or any, Well, anyone. Yeah. But, but that's the, the mother of a child who's been killed due to transphobic attacks that he could have this sort of cavalier... You know, this speaks to, again, the lack of humanity in the politics of our nation. They go through their lists. He's got his speech. He's got his bullet points. They're not thinking about the humans involved here. But it speaks to exactly what you said, Reese, about Piers Morgan and him shaking like a couple of Bullingdon boys. Uh, I'll, be, I'll bet a £1,000 you won't sort the Rwanda problem. Oh, hang on. We're dealing with fucking asylum seekers and a world it, it, tilted off its axis, falling apart. And here are two... Absolute gammon shaking each other's hands, going, oh, I'll put you a thousand pounds, I can do but it. But that is the reality of the people that are in charge of us, making decisions in our name. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing, the, the terrible thing about this, I don't know if anyone else here is a Labour, a Labour supporter. I'm so, when I heard Keir Starmer say, Rishi Sunak, you should be ashamed, which he should be, I felt like saying, how very fucking dare you? Use the word be ashamed, Mr. Starmer, who should be ashamed he himself. He said that Israel had the right to turn, turn the water off. off. Let's not forget it. Took it. I know everyone makes a lot of he misspoke and he rode back on that. He's a human rights lawyer and it took him nine days to row back on that. Not good nine enough. Days. Not good enough. Not good enough. If you're a human rights lawyer and someone's life is on the line in those seven to nine days, they've lost their life. Yeah. So, Rishi was wrong. But sorry, I can't stand the bare-faced cheek of Keir Starmer standing there saying... the moral stance. Don't, don't, he don't, used don't, it. Don't, but yeah. You've lost it, mate. You've lost it. Sorry. Sorry, Labour. This is the problem I've got with the whole thing. Sorry, we were talking about what we're moaning about. This is really getting me at the moment. The Conservatives, you know what they are. They're in plain sight. Even all their, all their antics, all their... Burst all their fucking COVID parties with really awful jumpers. And you think, where did you get them from? How can you think that's worth wearing? What about them? Not just the injustice to everyone who couldn't see their children and, and go to funerals, but the choice of jumper too. And they, so you've got the but it's, it's, it's out there, isn't it? You see it. You see them for what they are. They don't hide it. That's where I get really suspicious. And that's where I had a real problem with Tony Blair in the end. He's just like, hang on a minute. This isn't the full ticket. I'm not, you're not actually what you say you are. Which has been proven, hasn't it? And it's, there is no fucking democracy here. This is a, we are all just like, let's go along and exercise your right to vote. People died for the vote. Vote for what? We're going to vote for a Labour Party. They're going to get in. They're not going to be able to do it. And then we're going to get a Tory party again. I mean, it's... And the Tories will be hoping that bloody Labour get in so that they can blame... So that they can, Where so is they, it, Dave? Because then because the, what they'll work on is, oh, everybody will forget we left it in a complete mess after how long being in power. Of course they will. The, the, the Tory party just, already said, yeah. Where, so, where, where's it, Dave? So to go back to the beginning... Oh, that's why we didn't... Buy chicken thighs. Coffee moaning this morning. It's like... Thighs. I said to Mark, should we not talk about the news at all? Should we just be silly? And I was like, well, we can't be silly because we're just so annoyed. <laughs> should we just have a moan? Well, God, it's in the title, Coffee Moaning. Yeah, we'll just have a moan. But Viagra might help with Alzheimer's, which means you can get a hard on and remember it. That's in the news. That is in the news. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm making light of that, but this is it. Well, I'm, because I suppose it opens the blood vessels, does it? Is look it at opens you. The, look at you. Yeah, so yeah, more yeah, blood exactly. goes to the brain. Men who take drugs for erectile dysfunction, such as Viagra, may reduce their risk of Alzheimer's. Um, you're right. I mean, it's, it's shown huge promise. Uh, slowing the pace of the disease in its earliest stages. Yeah, I wonder whether, like you say, it sort of it oxygenates. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know that. I was just yeah, guessing. They affect brain cell activities, does, uh, they think. So it's like, yeah, you know, everything and anything, let's chuck it all in. Let's just, let's all just do it. Let's just all take Viagra, it, just in case. Women can take Viagra, can't they? Mm, no, I don't think it's recommended. It's not recommended. No. But... No, don't it's, say things like that. No, no, no. Not. I'm saying, well, always I always consult, consult a doctor. No. And I didn't say you can, but I hear that. Oh, I think some people have used it recreationally. Do they? Yeah, I mean, it's very dangerous to fuck about with drugs like don't that. Don't be doing that shit. Mm. Don't be doing that shit. But anyway, that, that, that's quite good news. Uh, and then the other bit of news in the, in the stuff in the news. Oh, no, let's talk about this. This really got me, actually. Creepy social media filming. This is the story. Uh, so I ITV News did this, I think, yesterday. I have sent it, actually. Sorry, I haven't got it and on the screen. And this is, did you watch the... I, I read the article. <clears throat> yeah, so this is, um, what would you call it? Not a fashion, a trend? A trend. For filming young women at night, going out. It says going out as well as getting drunk. So and it's then being posting the filmed without knowing at all. So you've probably seen them, these videos, girls out and about, drunk, falling on the floor, you know, legs akimbo, or just looking gorgeous and out and about. And you, you think... You know, they pop up every so often, you don't even think about them. Oh, God, look at that drunk girl. Oh, my God, that's a bit one. But you don't actually think about where have those videos come from and where do they go? Well, apparently, it's been it's quite a big thing. Like, recently, mm. TikTok sh shut down a cat, an account of over mm. half a million. And um, and it, so, so, basically, the law says that it's totally legal to film, you know, when you're out and about. But there is a caveat in that, it, it can sometimes turn to stalking and then police have a mm. right to, um, to I suppose, charge. Um, and, yeah, just listening to some of these girls saying, God, it's so horrendous. There was a particular girl that kept being followed and kept being put up on this account and then mm. people commenting her. Mm. There's another group of girls talking about how they were out and about. And they said, we were filmed going from this club, going to the pub, going to another club. She said, we had no idea, which, of course, is what... A lot of, you know, these mega famous people who get paparazzi and followed mm. have been saying for years, it's mm. creepy. It's creepy when a group of men follow you and film you and you don't know. It's creepy mm. when somebody has a long lens and takes a photograph of you putting your sun cream on. And whenever, um, you know, the mega famous have said this, everybody's a bit like, oh, yeah, but, you know, mm. you're mega famous, mm. you've got a villa, you know, da, da, da. But actually, it was interesting listening to these girls today and you sort of think, I, I thought felt of it in a different way as well for those people that are followed all the time. Yeah, like Susan Selling says, yeah. it's, 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 the, it's the sort of... No, it's not lower, it depends on what they've filmed, but it is stalking. It, it is. I mean, paparazzi at its, its worst is also stalking. It's voyeurism. And yeah. all these girls in this report were saying, how can we never see... Why are there no accounts set up of men falling around drunk or going from mm. club to club? This is misogyny. Mm. This is deriding girls. This is disrespectful. Mm. This is absolutely has to be clamped down on it is not right it is not it, and we you know so often these things happen and then you know we 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 let it go and it kind of and then it's out of hand and then it's like another thing that we just oh god there's nothing we can do about that 
you know, and I think this is another one of these, and I think should absolutely be clamped down on. No, yes, you are well, not allowed yeah. to secretly film young girls when they're out. So, so like you say, you know, it's done for, for uh, ad revenue, it's voyeuristic, yeah. you know, they're putting them up for likes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, but I those mean, individual there's, there's a girls feel really humiliated and but, feel violated. But I would say, it's, it's funny, isn't it? There will probably be an acceptance and tolerance of it amongst the men who do it, because let's not beat around the bush. I don't know if you remember when we came out of lockdown, all of the tabloids, all they used, all they published were photographs of principally young women losing their shit in the streets of Newcastle as everyone came out and they were all drinking. I often see when it's New Year's in the in the tabloid papers, there is a bit of a vogue to show drunk women falling with all over. Legs, the, with, with their, their legs, legs yeah, short skirts. It's disgusting. It's terrible. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, how do you, it, how do you control it, it? I suppose so. If you control it to that extent that maybe you need to, I think I think maybe you just need some kind of algorithmic ability to well, prevent listen, the ability to make money. Practically everything I've put on TikTok has been banned. Well, your buttocks have created quite a stir I mean, quite my God, I can't do Instagram. anything without it being yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. this has been removed due to... She's like, had the most shadow-banned buttocks I've ever come across. <laughs> I've been shadow-banned yeah, on Instagram. This is funny, this is funny. The two times... So Nadia, Nadia's buttocks cause an absolute meltdown all the time at Meta headquarters. <laughs> it's well known. They go, oh, shit, she's posted her buttocks again. Her Which old is, buttocks. Her old, I wonder no, if they were young I love buttocks. Be all right. The one time I caused, <laughs> I went onto my account the other day and it said, you've got something that we've had to remove. I was like, oh, fucking hell, I wonder what that was. And so I went to it. You're gonna, this is going to make you laugh. It's a photograph of me with Nanny Dye and we're doing, I'm standing with a strimmer, oh. jokerly, above her as if to strim her head and she's enacting it like that. <laughs> and so it looks... It's clearly state. I mean, it looks AI. It's a no. great photo. Maddie took it. Anyway, so, and I'm doing that. And anyway, it banned it for promoting strimming of, of <laughs> grandparents. Uh, we know that these social media platforms are able to do a lot more. But of course, as MeTube said, ad revenue, clicks. So again, AI can't again, tell satire again, from reality. Even now, we're going to end this conversation with going, but, you know, what can we do? It's what, it's what. And the thing is, we forget. Together we are an incredible force. Solidarity is a beautiful thing, and yet we have no sense of it in this country anymore. So everyone and round the back the whole time, the Tories have been removing people's rights to march to to. To, to and weaponising language, weaponising language, weaponizing you know, language. The, the idea that marching for peace, you're a hate marcher. I don't understand how these conflations have even happened. And they're right, because I get to a point of, I can get incensed, I can get frustrated, I can intellectually debate, push, we can have a moan with you guys, you guys will get it too. So we're all kind of actually breaching to ourselves. How do we make anyone else realise that this is so spectacularly wrong and fucked up? But no, the problem is, no one cares, really you know, in authority. No one cares. They literally don't care. I mean, when you've got Nancy Pelosi accusing any protester of being Chinese propaganda... Go back to China. I mean, I mean you've got Kamala Harris preventing women from entering a Las Vegas event because they're wearing the hijab. I mean... That they had been invited to and had RSVP'd and were holding the ticket and they refused entry because they had the jihad on. So let's just want to get, well, who's, Tyne, happy birthday, Tyne, Tyne, T-Y, sorry, who's happy birthday, Tyne, happy birthday, T-Y-N-E, Tyne, Faith Goodman, is Tyne, happy birthday, is Tyne, is Tyne, what's wrong with you, happy birthday, Tyne, yeah, but who is Tyne, 
We don't know. She's oh. asking us to sing happy birthday. Oh, sorry. I, I know. I was just trying to see if it was someone that you'd seen, Faith, on the chat that we missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just checking. Okay, so happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear time. Happy birthday to you. Good ship, Lollipop Sons. That's why I just wanted to attach it to someone. That was all. Sorry, thank you. Because <laughs> I'd not seen the name Time go up. That was all. And of course, a huge happy birthday to Zoe, too. Happy birthday, Zoe. Sorry if it came off the back of a raise. Zoe, just buy chicken thighs. That's your top tip. That's your birthday tip. Um, okay, so, so yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, oh, wait, look, everyone. Try and, try and get a residential address postcode of some form in Hoban and St Pancras. And then I'm going to seek your uh, sort of support. And then we're going to run against Starmer. Okay? <laughs> Big hug, everyone. Bye. Bye.